Well, Australians already hit hard from two years of flooding have been dealt a further blow. Told to brace for another wet summer, La Nina conditions have been declared for a third consecutive year by the Bureau of Meteorology. With already wet soil, high rivers and full dams, the entire east coast is being warned of potential floods. State emergency services are already preparing for the weather event after crews received over 5,000 calls for help last year in New South Wales alone. So how can we be ready for what's to come? New South Wales SES operators Nikki Rostowski and Daniel Walker are here to tell us more. Hello, team. Thanks for your time. Hello. Uh, you. Nikki, the entire east coast has been put on flood alert for the coming season. I mean, what does that mean? Well, it just means what we're asking our community to do is to be prepared, not to worry. We already know what's happened over the last um, few months this mm. year. So know the risks in your local area and get, be prepared in case you do need to leave home. All right. So, Daniel, many mm. communities, many, many have been hit so hard over the past couple of years. We know about the big jobs, the water rescues and that sort of thing. But mm. what other sort of what other work have you been doing around the major flood areas? So there's a lot. We spend a lot of time preparing our communities, um, spending time in the local area, letting letting those communities know what the upcoming weather can be. And if we have an area that's going to be particularly impacted, we'll spend a lot of time letting them know. Um, I've also spent time out in Burke because, you know, we're obviously having issues with La Nina here on the coast, but you know, there are parts of western New South Wales that have been seriously impacted as well. Yeah. So services operating all across the state. Uh, Nikki, New South Wales SES recorded its busiest ever, busiest ever 12-month period last financial year. How are the crews coping? Yeah, definitely one of our busiest, well, it is mm. our busiest year. So we, the local communi um, communities, we are volunteers in those communities, so we feel those same pressures and mm. obviously the fatigue as well. So we're preparing, we're always recruiting new members as well. Um, we're well, not as young as this, right? <laughs> <laughs> we've got to start, we've got to start <laughs> somewhere. <laughs> Get them early. Uh, yeah, so we're continuously training as well. So existing members training and training those new members. So always looking for volunteers and it's not always in the field and on the tools. Mm. We're looking for people to work in our incident management teams as well. So we ask people if you are interested in becoming a volunteer, just jump onto our website really mm. and have a look to see what you can offer those communities. Daniel, with, with each one of these horrible events, uh, I, I guess you learn, you're learning all the time, and learning lessons the hard way sometimes. Mm -hmm. are, are you better prepared each and every year? Do you have the gear, the equipment mm. and the know-how that you need to go around again? Absolutely, absolutely. And yeah, we do, we're always learning. Um, in the last couple of months, we've uh, acquired some additional high clearance vehicles that allow us to better perform flood rescues safely with our team members inside a vehicle. Um, we've also got a, a mobile incident command centre that allows us to be on site with the right mm. people, with the right skills to assist the community. And yes, we, we're always learning and we're always looking to, to do our best to, mm. to assist. Nikki, heading into this segment, we said to our viewers, we're going to tell you how, how you can prepare for this coming wet season. You've got a list here of what people can do. Yeah, so really a um, few simple things to do. Always monitor the websites with the accurate information, so the SES website, the BOM website. Um, be prepared for your local area. So know the risks around your area. Um, an emergency kit, something that you can prepare now. Don't wait till last minute. Things like a torch, um, a first aid kit, any essential medications and identification as well. Um, have a plan and let your family, friends, neighbours know your plan. So in case you do need to leave your home, people know where you're going and what your plan is. Okay. So, And if you do need to leave, to leave early. Don't wait till the last minute. Get out of home while you can. So this is a grab and go bag? Absolutely. So think about your most important things that you may need over the first week or two that you're away from home. Um, so the most important things that you can just grab, grab you and your family and off you go. 
Like, you mentioned ID there. I know that's a really, mm. really important mm. one, like your passport or Absolutely. Licensed driver's medicate. license, yeah. passport, if you've got any medications and scripts and stuff, mm. pop that in there because you may not have access. You may need to have identification on mm. you. So I feel a bit embarrassed to say this, but Kylie and I have grab-and-go bags, but it's hair and makeup product <laughs> and, a, and a ring light. Um, the things that are important yeah, to you. Yeah, it's the most important. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Daniel, it's not all drama and life-threatening no. rescues. Of course, there's, well, I don't want to say downtime because it would all be prep time, right? Mm. What are you doing in the, the rest of the year when, uh, when you're not out in the field? So often we, we do spend a lot of time assisting other emergency services. Right. Um, the New South Wales Police often use us for land searches uh, throughout the year. We're also, um, the crews are all there um, going through the year preparing for the upcoming weather again. You know, we're doing repair on equipment, we're familiarising ourselves, we're going through training, we train you know, very regularly to prepare ourselves. So there's a lot of work done through the year mm -hmm. to be ready for our peak periods. We, we are right. I just want to quickly ask, yeah. Can you have a full-time job and still volunteer for the SES? I do. Absolutely. You can. I do. Okay, that's yeah. something yep. that you can do and Absolutely. the hours can be worked and out. And a family too. And so you family. can work around it. We volunteer when we can. So, yeah. Okay. Great group. Thank you. All right. Thank you so much, guys. Lovely to see no you. Thank you. Thanks Thank for you coming. Thanks for having us.